Turn to Psalm 133, please. Today is our communion Sunday. It's the day, Lord willing, we will have communion together. This psalm gives an excellent picture of a church in unity. Please follow along with me in your Bibles as I read it to you. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment from the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. This psalm is a beautiful picture of a church that is in unity. Imagine being in a hot, dry climate and that you have this precious ointment that's poured over your head, covered the head, and runs down upon your garments. Beautiful smelling, very refreshing. It's a precious ointment. It keeps your skin from drying out and it's refreshing. Again, this is a picture of a church in unity. It's a beautiful picture. But you know, we have a church and it's in unity and I'm thankful for that. That's one of our distinguishing marks is that we're in unity. But you have to work at unity. It does not come naturally. Today is Communion Sunday for us. And I want to look at three aspects that we can do as church members to maintain unity and exhort each one of us to work toward greater unity in this church. Three things I want to look at. Unity is by the same doctrine. Two, unity is by brotherly love and settling your differences and being at peace among yourselves. That was two and three for you. One, a church in unity is one that has the same doctrine. Amen. We're going to have common or common union can only be had by those united in doctrine and practice around the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. You know, if you look at the church at Jerusalem in Acts, the second chapter, it says right here that they are in unity around the apostle doctrine. It says, yes. and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Paul to the Corinthians said, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no division among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Unity. In Ephesians, it's talking about uh, the, the church being a body. It says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So we have one doctrine, but as a church member, what is our responsibilities? Again, I'm hitting it from a highlight, but our responsibility is to accept the gospel with a ready mind, accept what is preached to us, and then church, and then search the scriptures to make sure those things are so. That's what is our job to do that. Then we want to review it throughout the week. When we have our, our preaching service, we want to review those points that we've had throughout the week. And then we want to put points of that doctrine into practice that we've heard. Amen. That's what we want to do. So again, that's what our role is in keeping unity. Know what the doctrine is and keep the doctrine. Put it in practice. Practice the doctrine. Two, brotherly love. You can't have unity unless you have brotherly, brotherly love. Right. <clears throat> but as touching brotherly love... You need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed, you do it toward all the brethren which are in Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, 
that you increase more and more. Amen. I'm thankful to be a part of this church. This church does practice brotherly love, and I'm very thankful for that. But I want to exhort you, as yes. the Apostle, Apostle Paul did, yes. to exhort you to do it more and more. That's right. Ephesians 4.16 talks about us being in the church, being a body, being fitly joined together and working together that which every joint supplieth. I don't care. Everyone that's a member here has something to give to the church. Yes. And we want to help this church grow. Everybody should have that attitude to help this church grow. Here are some ways we can, as church members, support the body. Invest in loving one another. We can provoke to good, to love and good works. Saints are to warn, comfort, support, and be patient toward one another. We should consider others more important than ourselves. Hospitality. We should get together. And I think was already mentioned today, we can talk about what great things the Lord has done for us. We can get together and, and magnify our Lord in things together. That's doing part one, having the doctrine, talking about what the great things the Lord has done for you, and being hospitable to one another. Beautiful time together. And again, I'm thankful to be a part of this church, but I want to exhort you to do it more and more. You don't have unity unless you work at it. I want you to turn to Colossians 3.12 right now. Colossians 3.12 is an excellent little section there. We're going to put on the bond of perfectness, even as Christ forgave you. You're going to look at these things. Something that's very special to me in Colossians 3.12 in the last year or so. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. I'm just going to read this. Let's, let's look at this. Colossians 3.12-15. through 15. I want you to look at it as I'm reading it. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called in one body and be ye thankful. Amen. I wish I could elaborate on this verse and and, and say something else, but just read those verses. What does it tell you to do? It's wonderful. That's what we want to do. Amen. Loving and forgiving one another in Christian charity is the bond of perfectness. Right. Did you see that verse? If any man have a quarrel against any... Even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. I don't know about you, but the Lord has forgiven me for many sins. And I want to be like my master. Is that not a powerful verse for us? Amen. Are you one that sometimes lets your emotions get the better of you? Are you ruling your emotions or are emotions ruling you? Verse 15 has been a verse that I've liked in the past year. It helps me in ruling my spirit. It says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Am I letting the peace of God rule in my heart or am I letting my emotions rule my heart? You know, and then the last part of that and be ye thankful. You know, in everything that you look at, you can be thankful, you know. Um, Anyway, those are things that we can do to show brotherly love. Another thing that we can do is settle your differences. Be at peace among yourself. Right. Philippians 4.2 gives us an example of two church members that uh, Paul had to exhort that they be of the same mind in the Lord. It's a personal rebuke and exhortation for two individual brothers to settle their differences. This shows the importance of the matter. 
Another question I want to ask you. Do you appreciate our pastor? Do you want to help him out? It doesn't really matter if you do or don't. Paul tells us what our attitude should be towards our pastor. And it's this one in 1 Thessalonians 5.12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor, labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very, very highly in love for their work's sake Amen. and be at peace yeah. among yourselves. Right. So if you appreciate the pastor, be at peace among yes. yourselves. Right. If you don't appreciate the pastor, read First Thessalonians 5.12 and esteem him very highly for his work and be at peace among yourselves. This is not an exhaustive list, but it's just a reminder that I wanted to convict to, to throw out to you. If we do these things, if we have the same doctrine, if we accept it with a willing mind, if we search the scriptures daily to know that it's so, and if we do it and put it into practice, if we love the brethren, if we invest in one another, if we put on the bond of perfectness, if we forgive others as Christ forgives us, if we let the peace of God rule in our hearts, and if we are thankful, if we do settle our own differences among ourselves, and if we are at peace among ourselves, then it can be said of this little church body, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen. Let us strive for being in unity this day and every day in our families and in our church. Amen. Amen.